Good morning and welcome to Monday morning, January the 24th and 2022 on Winter Rise. Today we begin year C, the fourth Sunday of Epiphany. And on the Monday of the week, I'd like to take a look at the Old Testament passage from this week in the Revised Common Lectionary. And so we find ourselves back in a prophetic book, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 10. The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, Don't say, I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and I will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. This is the word of God for us. When we talk about somebody's calling, we really kind of wander into this territory where angels fear to tread, right? Because calling can empower somebody. It can bring them up from obscurity and give them a purpose and agency in life. And therefore, it's it's something that's sacred. It's something that we have to nourish and it's something that we should be quick to suggest for any person around us. But calling is also dangerous too, because sometimes when people reckon with their calling, they also feel entitled. Like they don't really have to earn anything anymore. They don't have to put any effort towards anything anymore because they are called and therefore God's just going to take care of the rest. So there's one tension there. You know, some people, it seems like in their lives, uh, whatever they're called to do, like they've known it from the beginning, right? From the time they were born, even in our language, we say that people are born leaders, where when people talk about their calling, it tends to show up later in life and they kind of, in their mind, wander through the wilderness a little bit and then it dawns upon them what they are called to do. And so they, they use their calling more or less in the, you know, only a fraction of their life. So we got this interesting tension of when does a calling take place and what should a person do? Should they cower with a calling or should they step up with a calling, right? I think in these regards, I look at uh, Lynn Sweet. I just, I don't know, I admire him for many things, but he said that a person isn't really born a leader or they're not really made into a leader, but they are summoned into leadership where there's like a, a situation that seems to call to the depth of a person and it awakens them to a unique and a special task. And this is what seems what's happening with Jeremiah. I mean, Jeremiah is born, but he's young at this time when he receives his calling. But God reveals to him that... Uh, he knew Jeremiah even before he was being knit together in his mother's womb. Uh, God had a, a plan for him. And then, you know, Jeremiah says that he's uh, weary of being considered a mouthpiece for God, this uh, this messenger of God, a prophet to the nations. And so God does a ceremonial thing with Jeremiah. He puts his hands on his mouth and God says, I'm going to give my words to you and you're going to go from nation to nation. And so I think there's a tension here. 
Yes, God knew Jeremiah, but it's been some time in his life before Jeremiah knew that this was what he was supposed to do. And yes, God is setting him apart now and declaring that he's going to have great success in his ministry because of God being with him. But surely God is you know, going to allow Jeremiah to learn things along the way as well. But I think also this balance of his calling is important. Um, there are times in which Jeremiah is going to tear down things. He's going to need to confront ideologies and falsehoods. He's going to have to stand up and bear witness against something. But, but there's also going to be occasions where he's going to build something up, a great balance to what he's supposed to do. I consider this refreshing because we think, look at people in our day, whenever they're giving some sort of an analysis of what's happening in our world, sometimes they only speak negative things and we might be tempted to call them a moody person and maybe they're just in a bad mood all the time and therefore they have nothing good to say. But then we have some people out there, particularly uh, preachers in our midst too, they only tend to say encouraging things and they never will we hope for to take a stand on anything, right? But it seems like in the balance of a proclamation ministry, a calling to speak truth, there's going to be a building up and there's going to be a confrontation in the balance of a prophetic or a speaking, a truth-telling ministry. So there's a lot of things that we can say here. Perhaps uh, you wake up this morning and you've got a space to think about your own calling, whether you've had it for a long time or whether it's relatively being sprung upon you, whether you feel capable to do it or not. Um, perhaps as we meditate, look over the shoulder of Jeremiah as he's dealing with God. We can hear something of our own life, uh, that God has always known this about us, even though it's springing into being now. This is going to be a great balance uh, to our call, that we're going to build new things, but we're also going to challenge established things. We're going to afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted, perhaps, as has been often said about Christian ministry. So with all those things in mind, as we reckon with our own calling, let's spend some time praying before our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I praise you today that as we start a new week and we look at new passages, we can start here and we think about calling, we think about why we exist, uh, we didn't have to, and so we rejoice that you saw fit in your grand plan to include us in your world and you sought after us with the love of Christ and you've forgiven our sins, you've brought us into your family. So God, we thank you that we now search for meaning, we now search for ways in which to influence the world, to bind up people who are broken, uh, to speak a word of encouragement in season that will lift people up. And so God, this day, we confess to you that some of us struggle with calling. We struggle with, is there a unique purpose for which I'm here for? Am I ahead or behind or right on time in regards to fulfilling that purpose? And so in the midst of all that confusion and the mystery of it all, we do pray that we would hear you speak to us, just like you spoke to Jeremiah. God, we confess that we don't need to ha have it all in front of us. We don't need to know it all. We just need to know the next faithful step. And so we pray today through uh, the different circumstances, through different uh, conversations that we might have, time of studies, time of prayer, in those common moments when we're in traffic, waiting for the light to turn green, that you would whisper to us and nudge us and impress something upon us. Allow us to know that you're near us and that you're guiding us in the next step today. So God, we love you. We encourage you to speak to us today and this week. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.